That's right. All right. Here we are. It is July 24th, 1993. Welcome to Saturday Morning Superstars. Direct from Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that you could want in a Monday night show on a Saturday morning. On a Saturday morning. We got a Saturday recap show. So this is the July 31st. No, it's the July 24th. Oh, that's why I am like, oh, it kicked <laughs> over to the next one. Yeah. Oh, there we go. You got to start with the Lex Express, baby. I, I got that. You got to start it, with that it, Lex it just Express. Automatically kicked to the next episode. You think Lex is actually on that bus? Apparently, like, he was and did not enjoy time. it and did not interact <laughs> with fans, and that's why he never became champion. Like the Lex Express screwed him. Look at me! I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Oh, like he really needed to be better at being being a, a bus real passenger. No. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. He didn't like meeting people. He didn't like that's... meeting. He didn't like you know the things it would take to be the face of a company and champion. Yeah, that's that. Well, that's a problem. It was. was he ever champion in WCW? Oh, all the time. Okay, uh, yeah. I don't know as much WCW history, so uh, you know, I guess he didn't have to talk to the fans as much. I'm not sure if, it, if he was champ prior to this, but I know he was definitely world champ several times. Yeah, over there. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he uh, he's on the Lex Express. Lex Express. We have uh, the ugliest looking boss. Oh, my God. Addy, it's just so ugly. I can understand why he didn't want to be on the Lex Express. It's Americana a la 1990s. Yeah, in a bus from the 1940s. <laughs> it's like the one that they used for the Indians after they were in, in uh, uh, Major League. Hello, you know us. We're a Major League after the owner took away their plane i think it's the leftover from montgomery alabama the thing <laughs> is is awful yeah yeah it's it's made out of tin yeah it has the worst rap known the man actually i take that back men on a mission is in the federation right now the second worst <laughs> rap known the man <laughs> ouch <laughs> oh um, oscar oscar yes yeah. um, we knew you but, well and the inside of it looks like a set from a 70s uh steven spielberg movie like it's all corduroy <laughs> it's of, course. Of, of course it's got like wood paneling it looks like yeah it moves with you mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah we just get a, a, a click it's really the logo of wwf you barely see the words lex express on it it's traveling down the turnpike oh yeah and we go immediately to our, uh, you know, our CGI entrance. Yes. With Gongs, its... eerie keyboard pad sounds. Yes. Thunder. 
Here we go. Yeah. It's no. uh it's tag team turmoil two deja vu all over again from <laughs> Wilkes University Marts Center in this Wilkes is a gym, isn't it? This it is. And so I could not find anything on the original building. There mm-hmm. is a Marts Center um that still exists, but it was constructed in 1999. No, which is I, well after this. That'd be after so, this. Yeah. So when I look at it, it's like a fitness center and they show like a basketball court mm-hmm. that looks like a a glorified high school basketball arena. It's right. not like a large basketball, like pro basketball place. It's somewhere really pretty small. So I was looking at this arena and I could see how it could have been a basketball arena. But I feel like this older one was maybe slightly bigger. Like maybe they had the same floor plan. They didn't have the fitness center in the old one. So they uh, um, downsized the basketball court area in the newer one for the fitness center. That's all I can guess. Yeah, this looks very much like the high school gym that they were talking. Like business was so down that they'd be doing high school gym, gym shows. Yeah, and it they looks like it, I'll tell you what though they made it look pretty big. Like the the hard mm-hmm. cam shot looks like it's an actual arena. Well, it's like you get the uh, the people who actually go to like an AEW or a badly attended WWE show, and mm-hmm. they show you this. The entire place is like empty, but somehow they shoot it so it looks like it's a full stadium. Yeah. Like the entire hard camera section is completely empty. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They, that that's how this is being shot. But even right. on the three on the green, which I still love, Macho Man playing to the audience that isn't there, <laughs> that isn't there. Yes, but exactly. it's very much that high school gym bleacher where you look on the side and it has like the retractable of uh, uh, the the end to it that kind oh, of like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know yeah, the, how it how the they don't fall off back. the side retractable yes. end to it yeah like a like a like a high school auditorium or, yeah. or gymnasium bleacher setup yeah yeah and yep. you can really tell when they do shots and you see it like a window like it's a yes. ass open window yeah i noticed that too like the whole one side is a window they try not to show that much but you do catch it from time to time yeah you almost can't help it because if you're going to show the left hand side of the uh ring you you, it gets in the shot yeah um i've seen this outfit on macho before it looks like a green and well a yellowish green tennis ball colory yeah uh jacket with stars that looks like the one he lost his career in when he's in like the blue and white stars in wrestlemania 7 yeah yeah but yeah. Uh, i just have him as strawberry bubble yum savage again that's yes. <laughs> but this time with stars yeah strawberry bubble yum before but i don't remember the stars of course uh, he I, had the tassels his hat actually matches this time it does except it doesn't because the colors <laughs> match but where he's wearing stars on his jacket he has diamonds on his hat ah uh, yes so yes. he's like oh, and then a green band too that yes. kind of sticks out i just noticed the green sequence band around it pink stars yellow diamonds green bands <laughs> don't always ask me lucky charms you can't have me lucky charms yes <laughs> uh, i thank jerry the king lawler for actually getting dressed today kind of He's got his yeah. uh yeah, I said epaulets. he's not ready for a bout. Yeah, he's not wearing his gladiator uniform. <laughs> yep, yep. 
uh, which uh, is good because we were not entertained by that. <laughs> no, he's not ready to go. And uh, 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 Vince sporting the three piece. Yes. Uh, uh, WWF outfit today. I don't ever remember the vest before, but maybe oh, yeah. because he didn't That's... have the, the jacket open. But... It's really classic. The thing that never matched was when I do a wide shot and he'd be wearing like a pants that don't match. Yeah. His pants are like black. And this thing was always like this grayish. Um, it does look different though. Maybe it's the tie. I don't know. Like yeah. that was this on on screen go to forever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, here we go. Good. Well, uh, here we I, are. I love, uh, Jerry's just on Lex's nuts from the very beginning. <laughs> Get off my back! As if he wasn't a bad guy six days ago, and he was saying how awesome the narcissist was. Now he can't stand him. Yeah, and, and yeah. Savage, he's got, he's waving flags. He's like, "Go Lex, we're all <laughs> oh, for Lex." Oh, oh, how quickly they turn! And of <laughs> course, they have the pumped-in Luger chance uh, for for Savage to conduct to. Well, he's conducting flags, and in the audience, people have little flags. You think they're giving out little flags? I no, they all bring those, Tom. No, they don't. Every, everybody's. I mean, it's July. Of I'm going to a show. Hacksaw Jim Duggan's going to be there. Luger's on the Lex Express. I need my tiny flag with me. It's funny you say that. This is airing the 24th. When was this actually shot? This? Oh, shoot. Uh, you caught me off guard. Wah, wah. I, uh, I forgot because that one. Hold it's on, usually like on. 20 days later, right? So this might be uh, a July 4th. Uh, yeah, so definitely. This was took place on July 6th, ah, 1993. The, like yeah. Two days after the Stars and Stripes Challenge. Exactly. So, I mean, they were in full uh uh july 4th uh you know thought process at that point uh the opening wide shot is so high school gym they got scaffolding they got they're covering <laughs> like the banners of the other teams that this <laughs> this yeah, place yeah. plays yeah you can't you can't can't show those guys you can't put any support for them uh once again the regular banners that we used to be in like the spectrum are now in this place just enormous they just mm -hmm. look so big because they're in this, such a small venue and yeah. did you check out the new superstars banner it did looks just one? like the new logo with the purple and the, and the yeah. lava infested superstars logo oh yeah there it is yeah oh it's pretty big too taking up a good good uh bit of that ceiling space on the hard cam so the flags might not actually be for lex because outcomes uh, we hoe. got hacks. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it, it's July Fourth, so let's all dig up hacksaw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here he comes, um, and uh, might might as well use him. And uh, he is facing one of our our bishops of the High Court of Red Tights, mm. Dwayne Gill Gilberg is Gilberg. back. We haven't seen Gilberg for a while. No, was he an East Coast guy or did he travel with? Like, what, I, I, do we see I thought Gilbert? He traveled with? Yeah, uh, I wonder. Yeah, if like, I feel like he was on for you know quite a while. Maybe took a little break and now he's back. Well, yeah, wasn't he with his tag team partner guy? Like, yeah, there's actually a Gilbert yeah. tag team. Yeah, like, it was one of his dudes from like the Executioners or something like that. <laughs> yes. That they would they would tag team as the Executioners somewhere else. But here it was just Dwayne Gill and whoever that was. I can't remember. 
Uh, Dwayne is getting his his mullet is becoming a skullet by the day. Like <laughs> Dwayne is is starting to lose it all. Soon soon we'll have the the full Gilberg. Yes, it's coming head. soon. It's coming soon. Give him a few more years, but he's definitely uh, bleaching the hair yeah. to blonde because he's got the dark mustache and the I don't know what you call that. It's not a it's not a goatee. It's like he's, it's he's like a handlebar like, mustache. It's kind of, but it's it's more like. It's like the sides of a goatee that, to extend <laughs> his mustache. I don't know. But there's like not even an extension there. There's like a little bit of patch. Yeah, he's sporting on. the cuckoo ka <laughs> uh, um, Well, before the match starts, uh, Duggan has to reinforce all of our misconceptions about Luger yeah. here. Because he is proud of Lex Luger and uh, uh, everything that he stands for since he is all about the USA and you know just 2 weeks ago they were booing this guy so that's right but that, hey, <laughs> how quickly that, they turned he's he's the baby face uh, top of top of the heap right there gilberg takes it the hacksaw and then immediately uh loses like he like he gets the first he's to go throw him into the ropes yeah and usually that's done by you know the good guy now the the red tight actually is going to like take advantage of the start of the match, throw Hacksaw on the ropes, and Hacksaw's having none of it. He just throws him right out of the ring. Oh, and yeah. Like, the next part of the match is completely outside of the ring. No one's talking yeah. about anything other than Lex. It's all about Lex and the Lex Express making its way across the United States, building up support like he's campaigning to be president. He is. Right now. Well, there is a campaign. They want you yeah. to call in and uh, tell Tunney that you want Lex to be the number one contender. You, want, you demand... Yeah. Lex, defend the country. So um, it's America's vote, ladies and gentlemen. America's vote. You and make the decisions here. Vince goes, hey, we're going to get a decision today, which totally like cuts the legs out from under the Lex Express. <laughs> he's like, Lex, you got this. And he's like, why am I on the damn bus? <laughs> yeah, she's like, can I come home now, please? <laughs> Can I get off this thing? It smells. Yeah, because they got to promote SummerSlam, so they immediately announced there's a main event. It's going to be Yoko versus Lex. Yeah. And but Lex is still on this this whistle stop <laughs> campaign to go get the match, yeah. which he already has. I think Duggan was in here last night with some Boone's Farm. Can I get off this thing, please? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, it smells so bad in here, Vince. <laughs> Can I please come home? He's like, no. Stay on the Lex Express. It's like, but I got the match, Vince. Come on. The match is done. Can I please go home? Gilbert really gets his ass kicked. I don't think yeah, he has yeah. one offensive move other than to fall down. Yeah, in the very beginning, it's that's all he really got. And then Hacksaw is is the ultimate late 80s, uh, you know, I guess still kind of early 90s a little bit, but it's all about uh posturing to the crowd. Mm -hmm. You know, all of his moves are not anything big. It's like, it's your usual, let's get, it's all get crowd pop moves. Like the, uh, putting the guy in the corner and then mounting him so you can you give him the 10 count fist pumps. And, yeah. And then says, ho to the crowd. It gets like, he's, he's very good at keeping the crowd in the match. Nice. I had to say that, um, I felt like this was probably a very early, uh, match. Uh, just because the, the crowd seemed to be very, very into it. Either that or they were pumping in a lot of crowd noise on this one. Yes. As we've talked before, we've accidentally been to one of these shows and they've mm -hmm. lasted like <laughs> five or six years. 
Yeah. And it's going to be really interesting to see uh, because there's a, there's a gigantic open gymnasium window. Yeah. So it should get dark. <laughs> like we should see, you know, there's light yeah. pouring in right now. That's and, true. But we yeah, should see continuity. Like... We should see if, if they have matches where you can't see out the window and it's dark and then it's yeah. light again and then it's dark. Or several weeks from now, it'll just get progressively darker in that window. Yeah. And we're going, oh, God, they've Slowly been here for two years darker. now. We'll see how long they, this this lasts. But, yeah, you can definitely see uh, a lot of sunlight out that window right now. So it's very, very early in the night. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. That Hacksaw seems to, like he's a nostalgia active, I guess, at this point. Like you go yeah. to see Hacksaw, you go to see his shit. Yeah. Like, okay, he's going to USA. He's going to thumbs up. He's going to throw his two by four. He's mm -hmm. going to three point stance. You know, He's got yep. his act. And that's what you're paying for. Like yeah. they could have really easily be, turned yeah. the Undertaker into this, where it's like, yeah. okay, he comes out, he tombstones the guy, he does like he does three moves, he waves yeah. to the crowd and goes home. That's all. That's all Haxwell needs to do right now. Yeah, you know he's he knows how to to mug to the crowd and keep them in it, and then he also knows like he's he's just enough of a baby face that he can be a threat to some heel that you are trying to push. Yeah, he's practically a red tight. Yeah. He's like a nostalgia act slash red tight. Yeah. Where you'll get a, he's an, he's an attraction, but he's also, uh, you know, the guy who can lose to the big guy. They've actually put a different guy into uh, his spot. Like uh, Hacksaw's spot was to lose to Yoko prior to WrestleMania to yeah. show how th threatening Yoko was. <laughs> From the pages of <laughs> WWF magazine, um, we have uh, Bret Hart on the cover. Want want? Yeah, they're, they're like gonna have Bret Hulk. So I guess Bret the Hulk magazine was all ready for that match, <laughs> which will never happen. Never ever happen. Hulk's still at the, in the main titles, right? Uh I believe. Or did they so. finally get rid of him? I didn't no, check. I think, he's, I think he's still in there. I think you know because his big transition didn't take place until after july hulk transitioned uh-oh he's gonna be hulka hulka mania hulka mania hulka mania no he's gone oh is he gone he's wow, gone him out. okay I just, uh, giant gonzalez doink the clown mr oh nope there he is and uh, my god it was quick like a, very quick a, <laughs> it slowly gets smaller and smaller as the so weeks go quick. by I could, like i missed it on the rewind and then he popped in but yeah he's still shaking his it's the wrestlemania 9 i just won the title yeah yeah um, but it's barely there wow but we have update with uh gorilla yeah, yeah gorilla the goon monsoon <laughs> yes. over here with his coke bottle glasses on and some kind of pin which I was trying to read. I I feel like it's got to say something like Lex Express or something on it. I like think he's it does. on the Lex Express too. Yes, it's hard to read though. So he is saying, uh, is talking about whether or not Luger will get the title shot uh, versus Yokozuna, and he he then cuts to Vince. There's there's a timeline fault through this whole thing mm -hmm. that I have to bring up. So I wanna I wanna talk us through it. Okay, and then try and figure this out. So he cuts to Vince, who is supposedly live right. with President Jack Tunney on the phone. Mm -hmm. Tunney's talking about, uh, you know, how he gets all support. Luger's getting all the support. Like he's never seen so much support come in for a wrestler to receive a title shot. And he talks about uh, 
you know, Fuji bringing up uh, Luger's advantage due to him having the steel plate in his arm, which never seemed to be a problem while he was a heel for the heels. But now all of a sudden it's a problem. Right. Uh, then so Vince finally just asks Tunney if uh, the match will happen. And Tunney says very strangely, very definitely. <laughs> uh, but uh, the one stipulation is that Luger must wear a WWF protective pad to protect everybody from the steel in his arm. Which I was uh, that was a that was a side thing for me. Like, why has everything got to be steel? Yeah, <laughs> it's all steel. It's a, the steel, it's got a steel plate, steel, 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 yeah, steel chair, steel plate, steel steps. What steel about fiberglass, man? You don't, you you won't, fiberglass. don't want to get you don't want to get hard hit by steel. Yeah, but you get fiberglass, man. They get that stuff stuck in you. That could be hard. Yeah, that would hurt. Oh, yes. So anyway, that was all supposedly live. Right. You know, going from Gorilla Monsoon to Vince and then back to Gorilla Monsoon. He talks about Crush for a little bit. But then we hear a pre-recorded Luger response <laughs> from the Lex Express. <laughs> Say that Luger has no problem wearing the forearm pad. So nobody knew this two right. seconds ago in the live quote unquote phone call to Tunny. But Luger has a pre-recorded response as Gorilla says he's ready for his match and he has no problem wearing the forearm pad as he just wants his opportunity and promises promises to seize this. Uh, but the call of action campaign will not stop, which he's saying behind his breath. Damn. <laughs> I mean, would that just be annoying for Tunny? Like, the, it, Lex keeps on traveling. Hey, tell everybody to uh, call in and, and send your telegrams and send send your passenger pigeons and, and, and fax <laughs> Pony your Express. support yes. to, to Tunny's office. And Tunny's yeah. like, Morse code. I, I said you had the match. Like, it's a done <laughs> deal. We have the graphic up. Yeah. Like, you could. Go go call Tony. He's like, stop telling them the call. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's already good. <laughs> I can't get these people to stop calling. Have they not watched the show? Well, this is definitely oh, wait, what but, I it's, but it's July sixth. Everybody, <laughs> it's not yeah. July twenty fourth. Nobody knows yet. Yes, <laughs> that's true. We're in the time space continuum. <laughs> like, was the call that we were hearing? done on the 8th of july and we're seeing lex's response on the 24th but since we're actually airing this three weeks uh, later all uh, of these things converged uh, yeah it's like it's got full multiverse the vortex has been sucked in on me well playing the role of hacksaw jim duggan this week is crush crush has yes. been flattened by yokozuna at monday night raw uh. and um he he's his uh ribs have been been crushed yeah <laughs> the irony yeah. and yeah, what, what a what a bad year for crush crush is getting beaten up by a clown getting beaten squashed up by a clown and now he's got a crushed chest cavity from yokozuna which they kind of say he's going to take like months to recover from mm -hmm. now i wonder if he just comes back evil because that's true evil crush should be back on his way okay and I do remember Lex wearing like a red, white, and blue arm arm pad. Sure, uh, but I didn't remember they had already got him in an arm pad in that uh, match a few weeks ago, where the ref came out and said, "Put this shit on." Yeah, this is like, well, us with our fishbowl brains, man, we don't remember that. We don't. Yeah, that they already <laughs> that, did this. That never happened. 
could never happen. This is not the arm pad you are looking for. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Well, Crush is recuperating in Hawaii. Perhaps a terminating injury. Fatality. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. So uh, in the weeks and months to come, they're going to keep us updated on his treatment. So Please, I want my updates. It's another very special episode for Crush, apparently. So so (laughs) they cut the Crush, and Mankind's there. And he brings in a clown. <laughs> so it's not Yurple or whatever her name was. It's oh, actually yeah. Doink. It's a beats him senseless. Birthday with- clowns. Hey. <laughs> well, we cut from there to uh, our newest Ica Pro sponsor, uh, Tatanka. <laughs> Yes, but they don't let him pontificate on this. No. But he just says the very simple: "You gotta want it." Yeah. So I sincerely takes? think that Ica Pro needs a new slogan. Well, we've had a bunch. You yeah. gotta want it for everybody for who cares everybody about their body, or everybody, body. yeah, who's a body. Yeah, um, they haven't put it on air. Like, I think I missed the actual product when I was growing up. Because mm-hmm. I didn't really know what Ica Pro was. Like, I don't remember seeing wind and cyclone oh, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's probably because we haven't seen the product on air for a long time. We know Ica Pro is something. But yeah. Unless you watched it a year ago, you don't know what Ica Pro actually is. I wonder if that's a product of the uh, this steroid trials. Like, they <laughs> wanted to get that stuff out of the way. Just say, whatever Ica Pro is, <laughs> you got to want it. But Do you it's think they not used it as part drugs. of the fence? Yeah. <laughs> No, they're not on steroids. They're on Icapro. Yeah. What is yeah. that? What? Don't ask. <laughs> I don't know, but you gotta want it. You gotta want it. <laughs> Do you remember our next uh, competitor, Ludwig Vor- Borga? Do you remember this guy? I do not, but oh. I looking up. Uh, I like. I remember for, for some reason I remember the name because mm-hmm. uh, the name just seems like very familiar. So when I went looking him up, the first thing that came up was that he was a member. It wasn't even that he was a wrestler. It was that he was a member of the Finnish parliament. Yes. From 2003 to 2007. Mm-hmm. So, and that is him. Like his real name is uh, Tony Halma. And he was a Finnish politician, athlete, author, actor, and singer. And singer. Yes. I'd so, love uh, to hear yeah, prof- I know, right? Uh, he's a professional wrestler, best known for his appearances with Catch Wrestling Association, CWA, New Japan, uh, WWF, uh, under the name of Ludwig Borga. Uh, he was also a mixed martial artist and the first fighter from the Nordic countries to ever compete in the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Nice. He's like yeah. a, so this guy a, was like the real deal, man. He's a, yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this was the guy who uses boots to hide his Nazi party tattoo. But, <laughs> oh. Ouch. Um, there is a dude out there at this time who who was, was that. I don't know if it's Ludwig. I should look it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I do look it up, I'll keep that part in. If I do, <laughs> but if I find out that it wasn't wasn't him i'm not putting that in but yeah. that was um yeah he was this humongously brutal dude yeah who, he seems uh, like he could kick somebody's ass like well he immediately kicks his red tights ass who do we have here because we get no lower third on this uh this is tony demaro i i 
couldn't find too much on his wrestling career. But what I did find was that currently he works for Waldorf Ford. <laughs> He's a car <laughs> salesman uh, right now. I saw I found his Facebook page. Um, and, and it was hilarious because uh, it says, let me introduce you to Tony DeMauro. He is one of our pre-owned sales managers. He's been with our company for two years and loves the camaraderie amongst his colleagues. He has four beautiful children, three boys and one girl, and a dog named Leo. In his spare time, he enjoys reading, lifting weights, and competitive archery. If he could have <laughs> a superpower, he would be able to fly to get around faster. Wow. Uh, a fun fact about Tony is that he used to wrestle in the WWF in the 90s. We are happy to see Tony as a part of our team. So he's in Waldorf Ford. Waldorf Ford. Is yes. there a Statler Ford? Well, they say all good things come to an end. What's that got to do with this show? <laughs> there should be. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, Ludwig yeah. immediately, I don't think he wasted the bell because the ring announcer is jumping out. Like, I don't think he was expecting this match to start. The ref and the ring announcer, like, run for their lives <laughs> as this overjealous debut of Ludwig Borga comes in and just, like, decimates uh, our poor car salesman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hits him with a back suplex that's pretty devastating. A couple of big uh, back elbow smashes before screaming something in finnish <laughs> yes and of course anybody that's not from the usa is a bad guy so the the audience is booing him for most of this you know and it is july 4th of course or at least around that time all right i'm, I'm typing it in yes tony holm ludwig borga was a real life heel and avowed racist and homophobe with a neo-nazi tattoo says dr internet Jim Ross remembers WWF discovering Lugas Vorka's Nazi tattoo. Ouch. I knew I heard of this story. Uh, is he an is or a was? Um, that's a good question. I feel like he would be an is. Was. Oh, he's a was. Oh, oh no. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. 2010. Yeah, I didn't even notice that in the, in the wiki that I looked up. Yeah. 2010 january 8th oh, no. so right after he finished his parliament stint he was done nazi viking oh. takes the l oh no, <laughs> no. Oh, nine. <laughs> nine. Uh, i don't know how to say it in finish but uh, <laughs> he, he is Borga, we knew you well we yeah. knew ye well spelled uh, with a, a j i remember him i also remember him not lasting very long I think uh, we have face to face's new kind of uh, how they're gonna how they're gonna roll. It's gonna it's not gonna be two people who are fighting each other talking to each other. Face to face mm -hmm. is now Gene Okelin and somebody else on a screen. Yeah. It's his yeah. face to their face. <laughs> he is a, it's Gene to face. Gene <laughs> Gene's face to someone else's face. Yes, face to Gene. Yes, Gene, Gene and man behind a shower curtain. Gene to wrestler. Um, <laughs> Gene to what, manager. What happened to Sean Waltman? He looks. Yeah, he looks like a sausage. I. That's what I said. I think he's got he's got new tights, mm -hmm. uh, as we will see a little bit later in his match. He looks like he put on a little weight. I don't know if it's because he's wearing the new tights, but he does look like a little bit puffier. Yeah, do you think uh, Fitz is like God? Damn it! <laughs> Feed him. You know it is. It is 
like but not just in his body like in his face too like his face looks a lot puffier if you yeah. watch the uh cm punk documentary back when he was part of the wwf and they were doing stuff on him he was coming up from ovw and he's like if they call me up like i gotta get huge like this is the mm. land of the gen- i want big guys so he like pumped himself up he like did a lot of weight training and a lot of like lean proteins and just yeah. became a balloon of himself and Colt Cabana was laughing at him, like, what is this? What is this body? This isn't your body. <laughs> and that's what it looks like Sean Waltman's doing. He's like, oh, God, I got to look like yeah. these guys. And he's trying to put on, like, some pounds. Yeah. But he's got this, like, itty bitty face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He looks like he's about 15 years old, but a bunch of peanut butter in his mouth. God. Remember, remember that little little kid? He was, like, six years old, but for some reason his parents had him, like, lifting weights. He's, like, yeah, tiny yeah. Hercules or some yeah. such shit. That's what yeah. he looks like right now. He's, like, all ripped. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, oh, he kind of cuts a promo. Yeah, it's he's, it's your typical face promo. I just said, don't don't let him talk too much because he's he's not ready for that just yet. No, he's, he's tried Golly G Willikers. Yeah, it's a lot of that. Oh, gee, Mister Okerlin, sir, <laughs> no, <laughs> I was, I'm just happy to be here, sir. I can't believe I wrestled, let alone beat someone like yeah. Razor. I'm not worth much, sir. And he's like, so good to hear from these this youth with such a humble attitude. And like, fast forward when he's a DX guy, <laughs> he's cross chopping everybody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just turns into a complete a hole. <laughs> exactly. He's like, this sucks. Time to be an asshole. <laughs> we also get a a promo from Tatanka. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been many many months. I, I wanted to do this one word for word, but Gene just kept like cutting him off. And I, I all I wrote in my notes was like, Gene, shut up and let him do his promo, man. <laughs> yeah, he knows how to do it. Yeah, he's he's got this down. He's got his his little braves and his spirits and all that stuff. And I was waiting for it, but and he said he's talking about Bam Bam Bigelow, of course, because of the whole haircutting thing that happened. Uh, I think six years ago at this point. He says, "You cut my hair, and you must pay, and pay severely." And uh, Gene refers to Luna being his main, uh, Bam Bam's main squeeze. And, uh, you know, it, could she be a distraction at the ring? Tatanka actually cuts a little bit of a heel promo here. And he says, of course, she's a distraction because of the way she looks. And it's just so ugly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like making fun of poor Luna. <laughs> yeah, not because of what she could do, but just the way she looks. She ugly. <laughs> Uh, Tatanka is like his posture is always weird. It's like he's way, way up. He's always in a frown. He looks like Chris Dickinson. He's mm. always in a frown, and he's always staring to his like his left. Like the, is his cue cards on the left? Because he's always be. like, "What am I supposed to say now, Pritchard?" Like he's always looking the other way. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna guess that. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a left-sided uh, cue card action there. I'm trying to see if he has something in his hand. He does. What is in his hand? He has like a remote control. <laughs> he's flipping the things. He is. He's got him on a at sixteen forty-eight. He's got. He's holding something. He's like he's got Gene's lines. He's got to talk. Gene is supposed to say, and now I will talk. Yeah, he's got like a rock. I don't know what he's holding. A bead? What is it? It's like a painted rock. Yeah. Did he? Just, like did that. he sell New York? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like batteries. I see, I see the end of two double A's on there, man. <laughs> he's got a remote in his hand. He's yeah, about to turn the, the TV off holding. on us. God damn it! 
He's, he's setting faces to stun. What is he holding? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to take you down, man. All right, so this has been going on for a while. This is like an, right after WrestleMania mm-hmm. assault. Yeah, this this has been quite some time, so we need a blow-off here. Yeah, four months already. He's like, didn't he cut this... his hair? He's like, I don't remember. Grew back. This is seven haircuts since. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. no big deal. You know, is it, I don't think this is a match that we see at SummerSlam. I don't, it's going to be know. a hair versus hair match. Uh, <laughs> bam, bam, bald. <laughs> God <laughs> <you're>... damn it. <laughs> sure? like, I win. Looks like he has hair. Tataka just gets in the ring. Just pants him. Is like, oh my god, it's the worst idea we've ever had. (laughs) Brought to you by Manscaped, the hair versus hair match between Bam Bam Bigelow and Tataka. Oh no, this went severely wrong. This is totally wrong. It's the worst sponsors match of all time. Bring back Pizza Hut. Oh, no, that's the number one razor, too. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, the, guess what? The frame rate's fixed on the... We're going to commercial on our new video toaster. Uh, hey. it's, it's no longer moving at, like, one frame per second. Yeah. Because we're back. digitized look. <laughs> um, they've changed the angle of where they're sitting. Like, the three on the green was... a. a a dead-on shot with the audience. Now they're off to the side be, uh, in front of the not-so-Titantron, which mm. makes it obvious they're not there because where they would be is like in the aisle. If this actually was where they were, the wrestlers yeah, would have to walk like through them. Yeah. Or, or like they're right off the side of the aisle, but that's not where they were before. No, and not no. where they could be for real. Yeah. Maybe they have like a, a free-floating... Uh, dais that they're on <laughs> just, just, just floating around down. the around the room the like one of those small uh helium balloons that goes around <laughs> the ice rinks <laughs> yes. well vince is telling us about the um fact that we will see the one two three kid versus ted dibiase on challenge next right week. So challenge is still happening well it's funny because you know, everything's been raw, raw, raw. We hadn't heard too much about Challenge uh, recently, and that's the first we've heard about it for quite a while. Is the Challenge accepted, or is the, he's going to be challenged on Challenge? He's going to be, they're going to uh, fight on Wrestling Challenge next uh, week. I thought it was just a challenge. I didn't put it together. But it's actually the show Challenge. Yeah. Well, uh, well it, I mean, to get back to Raw, the match was announced on Raw. Mm-hmm. And and they finally made the date for next week on Wrestling Challenge. So. Well, the last time or a couple of shows ago, they had uh, you know Razor loses to the One Two Three Kid, and Money Incorporated comes down, and DiBiase's like really busting his nuts about it. Get off my back! Like, mm-hmm. uh, you lost to the One Two Three Kid, uh, and now <laughs> they got Ra- they got the One Two Three Kid fighting DiBiase. So are yeah. they going to be doing a Razor Kid versus Money Inc? Mm. or is it just like they're splitting them up and it's now time for them to go because they mentioned that in this show like maybe this is the last time we'll see money ink together if they can't win the titles yeah uh so i don't know how long time money ink's been around for a little while and they've they've had their their share of time with the titles so time to move on and they're you know frankly they're they're introducing some some new people here so Mm -hmm. see see that a little bit later well, DPS was like banged up. I think that's why they put him in a tag team, so he didn't have to carry a whole match anymore. Like, he, yeah, Macho's like, 
DiBiase is going to lose. He's going to choke, and he like literally chokes himself. <laughs> <Because. laughs> Don't take uh, it so literally, Macho. Yes. <laughs> So who who we got now? We got all right. Well, we oh, are, are. Yeah, we're back, and it is deja vu all over again. Tag team turmoil two mm-hmm. uh, in the house. It is the WWF tag team champion championship match featuring Money Inc. versus the current champions, the Steiner brothers. This must have been a great match because this is the fifth time. Mm-hmm. They, we've had this match they had the three that we didn't see where the title like flipped back and forth yeah and then the one last week and then the rematch from the one last week yeah so they must have really liked this match like this is the one that the it took up like a good yeah it was it was, it was three show. segments last week uh this week's was a little bit shorter i think on the one site i saw it clocked in at nine minutes and 34 seconds where the one last week was like more like 17 minutes so this one was a a little bit shorter uh we start off with irs calling the crowd a sorry bunch of tax cheats to which they all say boo boo we don't want to pay our taxes boo (laughs) Then when the uh, MIDI version of the Michigan fight song comes in, Scott Steiner looks so disappointed at at this arena. He looks around, (laughs) he's like, this is it? Yeah, this (laughs) is what we get. (laughs) He looks looks mad. He's like, I got to wrestle in front of like 12 people today? Yeah. Sucks. Go is back it to me Japan. or did they uh did they beef up the Casio sounds for the Steiner intro music? It felt like it was a little bit bigger. It's a smaller place. Yeah, that could be it. Maybe it just sounded <laughs> bigger because of where they were. Yeah. Couldn't hear it as well at the other uh, arenas that were a little bit bigger. You got to check out uh, one of these small venue shows. You got to go to Wildwood if they yeah. ever go back. I don't, th- I don't know if they've been back since COVID. It's so cute. It looks like this. <laughs> it's this set, basically, with a, yeah. a LED version of the Not-So-Titantron. And there's no set whatsoever except for like this little booth that, like, the DJ is in. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the little, like <laughs> He's running the, the, running the, the entrance music. Yeah. yeah, basically running it off of his iPhone. <laughs> like, That's awesome. <laughs> no pyro. No, no pyro. No, no, no pyro. <laughs> Burn the place down. I'm pretty sure it's a tent. I mean, the wildwood <laughs> thing looks looks like a. It's it's on the beach. Uh, but yeah, this is a good match. I like this one better. I like this match better. I like the shorter yeah. version. Yeah, it was a, it was a nicer packaged match. Um, there's a lot of high spots. Uh, each team kind of gets their their own due in this, throwing the other teams out of the ring. You know, uh, the Steiner's getting their big pop by both of them jumping off the top rope and taking out IR, or taking out Money Inc. together. And uh, yeah, there's 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 a lot of good spots. We get a couple of Irwin chants, mm-hmm. which I guess that's that's a thing now. Like that hadn't been a thing for a while, and now they're saying like that's an insult. Uh, which I don't understand because that's his that's name. That's his name. <laughs> Why is that an stop, insult? Stop saying my name. <laughs> I don't like my name. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, IRS pretty much carried a lot of the match. He's in the match a lot. Mm-hmm. And Rotunda just makes everything look like it hurts. There oh, yeah. was a, uh, a tough enough years ago where they brought in Booker T and they're watching the guys like these wannabes with almost no experience pretend to hit each other. And Booker T's like, let me demo it for you. And he does it. And everything he does 
has an effect on him. Like he goes and punches him, but he'll recoil and he'll like oof and like he'll mm. make sounds and like his whole body would go into it. It's like he would sell just as much as the guy he was hitting. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, holy shit, is he good? Like it was night <laughs> and day. It's like you didn't realize just how awesome it is. And Rotundo looks like that. When he hits a guy, he mm. looks like he uh, is putting tons of effort into making the guy hurt, even though he's probably yeah. barely touching him. Yeah. Uh, does a really good job with it. I don't understand some of the spots where like Money Incorporated is so happy that they're they're playing to an audience, like to the bad guys. Why are they yeah. playing to an audience? Uh, and then uh, something I've never seen is two people, two Steiner brothers coming off the rope, the same corner. Yeah. At the same time. Mm -hmm. I've mm -hmm. never seen that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that ever. Something a little, yeah, they, they both come off like a, a little bit off the corner, both sides just, to, and, it, and it's nothing like spectacular. Like, no, I thought it would have been cool if like they came down with like a clothesline or something like that, but they just come off and basically like ax handle the guys and knock them down. DiBiase would take a backdrop and in mid flight, he would flick his back out, which made him look like he was a spring. <laughs> like how does that's probably why his back's so f***ed up right now yeah. but man it looks awesome dbs yeah. used to shit like both of these guys were the best yeah they were they were very good man do you um, think these are the only people the steiners didn't dare to actually beat up it's like no well that's because <laughs> they could beat the steiners up i'm sure uh, i think rotunda <laughs> like, could beat them up by himself he didn't even need dbs hey ted hold my tie yeah <laughs> go beat the shit out of this guy thanks rick wouldn't know what hit him you know, no. he would, he'd hit him so hard. He'd think he was Scott. <laughs> Rick taking a bump and falling down. is just like slowly, like letting himself drop to the ground. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm going to lay down. What I don't get is they do like the, the heel fake tag. Oh yeah. Uh, bit through the, for, through a good portion of this. They're getting, they got uh, Rick in the, in the abdominal stretch there. And they're doing these fake tags, but they're literally like right next to each other. Yeah, just like they can reach tag. each other. You, you can really tag him. <laughs> you can really tag him. Why do you need to do the fake tag? You're not that far away. No. <laughs> yeah. You have that that wingspan. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that in this time when they'd like have a submission move and the guy was like by the ropes, like yeah. right there. Like you just reach over and yeah. still like, like oh, what rope. am I gonna do? I'm trapped. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff didn't really make sense back then. Of course, there's always going to be something. I would love yeah. just to have somebody put on a match like this today when like the matches are so much like a Transformers movie where it's like everything's yeah. high spot after high, high spot, spot after, after high spot. Where yeah. like a guy just goes in and puts a guy in a sleep, like a headlock for 10 minutes or <laughs> a sleeper hole, an arm bar for a half an hour. Yeah. Like, what's he doing? Well, wasn't that the, the Mick Foley match that he was like pissed off at the crowd or something? in ecw <laughs> so he just did like rest hold after rest hold after rest hold if you're a heel that'd be the best like, yeah just... wear, wear down your opponent just wear keep wearing them down wear <laughs> them down. yeah well that's it that the opponent is the crowd yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at that point the king calls out vince because he's uh complaining about all this underhanded double teaming done by sure. money incorporated and then the steiners underhanded double team money inc <laughs> what about that vince he's like oh well what goes around comes around <laughs> i guess it's uh it's not bad yes. when the good guys do it no it never is go 29 minutes 34 seconds in and watch irs like just throw scott steiner into the ring sideways they're on yeah. the apron and he yeah, just kind of so this was 
this was the ending of the match mm-hmm. uh, because it ends in just this very, very awkward count out. And I guess uh, IRS is um, looking to give Scott Skiner a, a suplex yeah. of some type, but uh, Scott ends up holding on to the top rope because they're on the apron while he's doing this. So he holds on to the top rope and that is supposedly takes IRS off balance and he throws him in the ring. And so therefore Scott Steiner beats the count, but the money ink is still outside of the ring. So Scott, uh, Scott and Rick retain uh, money ink has lost yet again. Uh, kind of a, a weird ending. Yes. A, a very strange finish, but I guess, it, you know, I was, I was reflecting on this Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, there's so few tag teams right now that they can't bury anybody. No. I think that's that's what it is. So every like tag team match has to have some kind of screwy finish where nobody's pinned clean in the middle of the ring in order to keep everybody strong. Well, I think they did these matches out of order. Like you had the them juggling the titles back and forth. Mm-hmm. You finally lay it on the Steiners. And then you're going to air this match because no one's ever seen it yeah (laughs) all the title changes happened off television uh so you're actually gonna air this match for people and you're gonna do it twice but Mm -hmm. you do the screwy count out as the last one but the pin is the one before it so they pinned irs i think in the last match yeah and this one had the count out they should have done it the other way there's screwy count out that no one understands so they decide to have the blow-off match and that's where you pin the guy like these matches were like aired out of sequence to be the final match between these guys like mm-hmm. the best out of five that we've been seeing they shouldn't count out last week pin this week say the other way uh the other thing i love about the end of this match is scott steiner flattens the title like he they declare them the winners scott steiner's walking backwards and steps directly on the main plate of oh, the title no yeah <laughs> i can only imagine what vince thought of that god Oops. damn it <laughs> And after like Scott mangles it, Rick throws his down. <laughs> like this is like treating, yeah, they treat them like they treat their red tights, man. Trashing the titles. That's funny. And now I, you can tell why they switched to Velcro because Scott's like spending a half an hour trying to snap this thing on his own waist. <laughs> the the barnyard chicken Slim Jim commercial has returned, Than. Oh yes, it has. It is. It is a uh, uh, back here. There's some old lady that wants to get on on Savage's jock. Looks like cleanup on aisle four. Uh, <laughs> it's a little bit weird. Slim Jim in the gym, as I call it. Yep. You got your '90s boys. Yeah, straight out of Boy Meets World. Straight uh, out of Boy Meets World. Straight out of our our dorm. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I love the I love the middle part, man. I was I was a full supporter of the middle part. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Like we had those haircuts. I had both yes. of those haircuts. Yes, I think we both did. Yeah, at some point. Uh, yeah, tomorrow, just... tomorrow's a, a throwback Thursday at our school, and I oh, was yeah? just trying to figure out like, how can I grow my hair quick enough to do the middle part. <laughs> well, I mean, until like the last five years, you dress like a twelve-year-old to begin with. Like, I did, you, yeah. You, yeah I, like the, I still do from time to time. It's the nineties bulky clothing. Yep. <laughs> like yep, I got plenty of that still around. Yeah, I might be I might be making a comeback tomorrow. Until you were sponsored by Columbia, you had all this shit. <laughs> yes. 
I, I failed my true self in, in Colombia, yes. and I, yes. I'm, I'm avoiding New Balance. I refuse to be that old. Anything that's quick dry. That's all <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my favorite guitar lick happens, and a brand new SummerSlam logo. Uh, it's on. Looks like some diamond plate, and it's on fire. The logo's on fire. Yeah, of course it is. Well, we've already had like our horror story. Uh, it's coming. Right. Promos for this. So it makes sense to go to the fire after that. Hey, you can. It's brought to you by Lexus Truck. I I, I had that in my notes. I was like, <laughs> we found out what happened to his truck. Lexus is like, I don't want this piece of shit. Give it away to somebody else. <laughs> you too can have Lexus truck. Yeah, no, seriously, he doesn't want it. No, he's got a bus. He's got a bus. Yeah, a truck. All it is. Yeah. Like a drive himself, he's Lex Luger. Of he gets course. driven by a bus driver. He's the narcissist. They brought that up also in the commentary. They're like, "What is? Is he driving or himself around? Is he driving the bus?" If it's like, "No, he's not driving the bus." Of course not. <laughs> oh. well, so it's coming from Motor City. I don't remember that. It is Detroit. Is where the uh, SummerSlam is. The SummerSlam. I'm just going to start calling it the SummerSlam, and we get a few. Uh, of the matches that we're going to see there, including the uh, heavyweight world title match that we just found out about because of our call to action campaign, which is everything that's right about America right now. That's what Lex is telling everybody. So we're going to have Lex Luger versus Yokozuna, of course. Uh, we will see The Undertaker versus the Giant Gonzalez in a no one knows the rules match. Yeah, a rest in peace match. Yeah. What is a rest in peace match? We don't know. <laughs> we have no clue. Nobody we'll, knows. We'll figure it out by the time we get to SummerSlam. But right now, we don't know what the rules are. <laughs> uh, yes. Undertaker versus Captain Bush. They got him in his fuzzy yep. outfit. When were yep. these pictures taken? I'm looking at these like promo photos. You got Lex in his old shit, is in his narcissistic scare. Mm. You have a picture of Yokozuna, and they photoshopped the title on his shoulder. Mm. It does this is not like it's not laying on him in any natural way at all. I can't I, I can't imagine this is actually a real photo of him with the belt on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. Um they have this uh, ancient picture of giant gonzalez because he's in his uh fuzzy outfit from when he yeah. debuted the undertaker's doing his claw move bret hart yeah. is in mid-sentence <laughs> it's like he's like i ordered the cannoli yeah he's like, <laughs> hey hey lex luger is like the only guy who actually posed for his photo uh, but brett's that, yeah. here brett's promo is getting better and better and they've given I him color-coded uh shower curtains look at the pink and black shower curtain they gave him yeah i said that uh um Bret Hart, had, I feel like Bret like refuses to do the face to face because he knows how much it sucks. Yeah, so he's like, this is like I am going to do the old school promos in front of my shower curtain, just me and and the camera. Let me go, and he's gotten pretty good at them. But it's, as usual, he calls it the SummerSlam. The SummerSlam. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see you at well the Survivor Series, the Royal Rumble. That yes. works. Yeah, that like makes you don't sense. go. I'll face you at Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. It's the Royal Rumble, but yeah, the SummerSlam. The SummerSlam just sounds awkward. The WrestleMania. I like the idea that he's just going to cut the promo and not be interrupted by Gene and and or somebody yeah. else where he's tripping over himself. That was a trick I did with my doctoral dissertation because they can you're you're presenting the thing, so you're like explaining everything. Yeah, and they can interrupt at any time and ask you questions. Yeah. 
and I didn't want to like get flustered or I just wanted to like get the shit out. Sure. So I did it as a movie. Huh. So like I presented it like a documentary, like, and here we go. And it ran with all the information and why mm-hmm. I was doing it and all the results and everything. And then it ended. And then I was like, do you have any questions? So they couldn't <laughs> interrupt me. Yeah. It's a good move. Brett, Makes sense. I approve. Yeah. Do, do your shit. Don't let, don't let these mother you up. We get another uh, quick little Ica Pro with Lex here telling everybody that he's got to want it now. Or we've got to want it. We've got to want, want it. Everybody so. who cares about their body is a yes. body. Yeah. There's another one I don't remember. You got to want it for everybody who cares about their body. And um, Yeah, there is another one. Break I can't wind. remember. One, two, three. Kid comes out and doing the clown's clothes. What is it? He looks like the Riddler. Yes, they made him much more cartoonish. Yeah, over here, straight from Saved by the Bell. Yes, <laughs> he's got his new tights on. Well, this is this is quite long, but you can cut as much of this as you want but how do we follow up on the tag match the only way that we can with the king of all kings the red tights from the ancient land of israel where the ancient kings once ruled comes the man known as the kosher superstar barry horowitz horowitz is a true legend of the wrestling world having competed in some of the biggest promotions in the world including awa wcw and wwe he is also a proud jewish man his faith has played an important role in his life and career horowitz is a true inspiration to many and he is proof that anything is possible if you set your mind to it. He is a true champion of the Jewish people, and he is proud <laughs> to represent his faith on the stage. Now, please welcome to the ring the one and only the kosher superstar, Barry Horowitz. Horowitz music plays, and he walks down the ramp to the ring. He is wearing the traditional Jewish kippah and a wrestling robe with the Star of David on it. He enters the ring and poses for the crowd. Oh. <laughs> Some of that's accurate. I remember when they were giving him his push, he was, his tights had like the Star of David. All yeah. right. Mystery solved. Okay. 35 minutes, 13 seconds in. Freeze it and look in the upper left-hand corner. All right. All right. Wait, wait, wait. So it's it's light out. Mm-hmm. I still see the, the yeah, you can see the, the window there. Yes. Now what's right above Barry's head? It's the basketball. Oh, the basketball net. Yeah, they yeah. moved it up. They, 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 they raised yeah, it to it is, the ceiling. Yeah. They are literally in a gym. Oh yeah, there it is. Yep, they are in the gym. <laughs> wow, that is old school. Right They're just there. calling themselves out. I'll fight you in the gym. Three <laughs> thirty right after school. You know, this makes up for all those times that Pritchard on his show would make fun of ECW by calling out bingo numbers. Yeah, dude, I mean, you're in the on. high school gym. <laughs> you were in a high school gym, man. You're, you're fighting in the gymnasium. For, for superstars. <laughs> well, I mean, it was kind of obvious because halfway through this match, the assistant principal comes out to go break it up with, <laughs> with the constable and the, the school resource officer. Yeah. Yeah, they're both sent to guidance. Report to the principal's office. It's <laughs> a yeah. counseling. The thing's like all over TikTok. With, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Horowitz is in the quiet room. <laughs> he's in the quiet room. Yeah, they're both put in like, <laughs> he's in the reset room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to calm down before we can send you back to class, Barry. That's right, Barry. <laughs> like, uh, no, if I just act up, you'll give me a, a lollipop and send me back. 
Yeah. Uh, pretty good match. I mean, I love this match. It, it, it makes sense that they put them against Horowitz here because Horowitz can go, obviously. Um, it, so they get some good back and forth. Like they're not, it, not like these aren't squash matches to me. Like you know, the the one two three kids go to win, right? Obviously, because he's the one they're kind of giving the push to. But they're not squash matches by any stretch of the imagination. Like he gets some really good moves in it, and it shows. Like the quickness of uh of uh Sean, there. yes, He's a uh, lot, he shows a lot of lightning quick moves as Vince puts it. It's I mean he looks like he kills Horowitz. Uh, Thirty seven minutes seventeen seconds he goes off the top rope and just lands his uh, leg on Horowitz's head, mm-hmm. and you can tell he knows what he's doing because he's like put his knee on his head so he doesn't actually come down with his leg, but it looks like he kills him, yeah, uh, and pins him, yeah. But yeah, this is a great match. So um, good, good back and forth. Like the 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 quick leg drops uh, from one two three are are really cool. The the spinning back heel kick at the one point that lands right square in Barry's face is really good. So yeah, this this was uh, you know spoiler alert, but my match of the night here. I I was like the tag match was good, but like you know I can't beat Barry, and when he has a good match, I got to give it to him. Well, we get an ad for what will be the biggest disappointment. <laughs> in the history of our show yeah uh we get a, an ad for coming soon we're gonna have sherry versus luna and, and you yeah. see a, a little bit of their feud yeah so we've been talking about this for a while that we we're gonna get this match on july 31st and, mm-hmm. and that is next week next week this ad plays like a monster truck ad that's yeah, Sunday, Sunday. That's, Luna Vachon. Exactly. <laughs> sensational Sherry. Sherry, Sherry. Yeah. I was <laughs> expecting them both to like come out in Bigfoot. Yes. They're going to go at it. You might see their boobs. <laughs> <laughs> you almost do a little bit later. <laughs> you know, what's better than one Mountie fan? Uh, apparently two Mounties, Dom, but they're not the Mounties. (laughs) No. As we are told about 17 times during this, even though their music says they're the Mounties. Yes. (laughs) They are not the Mounties. So my question is, because I know nothing about this, we're we're calling them the Quebecers. Did they like originally say we're going to be the Mounties or were they the Mounties before? Like were the Mounties a thing before? But now they're coming back as the Quebecers, and it was just the Mountie before. Like I, I, this, I have well, so many questions. Like the music has them both singing. So was it like we're going to be the Mounties? Let's make this music, and then they go out to that, and like two seconds before they go out, like wait a minute, <laughs> let's be the Quebecers instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the first time we've seen Jacques Rougeau back since he's he had the great american scream machine super mm-hmm. yeah kettle prod i even, i forget who was even fighting yes, with that thing with, with 60 million volts yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. sergeant slaughter i think it was yeah and uh now he's uh now he's got a new tag team partner like ray is gone we don't have mm-hmm. the the fabulous rougeau brothers we have uh jacques and pierre mm-hmm. the quebecers the quebecers not the mounties but they're dressed as the mountie like they're they both wearing the mouthy outfits minus it's like what they wrestled in, not what he'd go to the ring in. Like, yeah, he's not wearing the jacket anymore. He's not wearing the hat anymore. Mm-mm. But other than that, he's got his wrestling version of the mounty gear and they put uh, Pierre in the same shit. Yeah. 
I don't even know who Pierre is besides being Pierre from the Quebecers. It's the only thing I remember him as. He looks like the font. A font. I don't know. <laughs> like they, they, yeah. both look, they both look yeah. like a-holes from Greece. Uh, <laughs> so his real name was Pierre. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's um, it's um, PCO. I forgot it was PCO. So I don't know PCO. Because um, he's in a PCO did ROH. Uh, yeah, oh. Pierre Carl Ouellette. Okay. Uh, is is who that is. So uh Ouellette joined the World Wrestling Federation as a tag team partner of Jacques Rougeau, as one half of the Quebecers. Yeah, he's now um PCO, Pierre Carl Ouellette, or but now stands for Perfect Creation One. Is he still wrestling? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, I've seen him wrestle. I didn't realize that was him. Oh my god. Because I saw because yeah, I've seen I've seen PCO uh wrestle in ROH. I seen Jacques Rougeau on Dark Side of the Ring. I'm like, wow, he got old. So how old does yeah, Pierre man. look? <laughs> like, no, Pierre Pierre's like built, man. No he was kidding. Like a, yeah, he was like playing like the consummate like rock, like you couldn't hurt him type guy. Uh, Boy, do when I, I was watching him. I have a, a artifact of the nineties, which by the way, by now it, it needs its own drop. The artifact mm-hmm. of the 90s is um, this little boy, 38 seconds, 38 minutes, 37 seconds in. Check out his yeah. haircut. They, they gave this poor little boy a gigantic Steiner shirt to wear. Oh, yeah, they did. But look at his yeah. haircut. Yeah, like it's a short sleeve shirt, but it's like almost all the way down to his wrist yeah. <laughs> on that one side. Oh, yeah, look at the haircut, man. Oh, he's sporting it. He's got the fades. He's got mm-hmm. the double fade on the side. Yes. Yeah. He's got the slices taken out the side. Yep. His dad in full on yellow booing next to him. That's kinda, yes. He's he's, he's, the, he's in total yellow. He's got yellow short <laughs> shorts and a yellow polo shirt yeah. and a curious monkey. You never know what's around a bend. Big adventure all brand friend when you're curious. I like curious Swag. <laughs> yes, he was always curious. He was always so curious. He was curious about the <laughs> wrestling show. Yes, he was. There is the curious monkey to his right over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are the red tightiest red tights. This looks like the guy who, who couldn't tan his nipples, but he's but it's not the same guy. Who are, these guys? Just yeah. they pulled off the street of Pennsylvania. Yeah, so who we've got guys? we've got Rich Myers. Okay. Um, and send it to you. So, yeah, where is it here? So Rich Myers uh, had quite a career uh, for himself. Had a few titles in the MCW. Uh, lots of career highlights dating from July fourteenth, nineteen ninety one, uh, all the way to uh, I'm scrolling, scrolling, April twelfth, two thousand and fourteen. Wow, that's not bad. Yeah, so he's he's been wrestling for quite a while. Uh, his tag team partner here is Tony Webb, uh, who does not have a lot of wrestling experience. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can find on him was uh, five matches in the year of 1993. Um, and that's about it. Facing All in likes, this gymnasium. Yeah. Facing the likes of Bastion Booger, uh, Adam Bomb twice. Nice. Uh, and Diesel, along with our tag match here with the Quebecers. Hey, can you take power bombs from tall people? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to. Good, you're, you're hired. You're our guy. Yeah. Um, Jacques Rougeau doesn't. He wants a short night. His opening move is a pile driver. 
<laughs> it takes them out pretty quick. <laughs> I said, I said, uh, um, Jacques Rougeau is a racist, <laughs> first of all, because I don't know if you noticed, but he extends his hand out to Rich Myers, who's on the apron, gives him mm-hmm. a nice handshake. Then he goes to do the same thing to Tony Webb, who's in the ring, and just kicks him in the stomach. <laughs> no, he immediately apologized Tony Webb and then throws Pierre on top of him. Yeah. <laughs> Pierre's nice mm-hmm. enough to uh, th- throw the uh, guy into his own opponent to tag in. The, the other dude looks like someone who, like a free bird today. Yes. <laughs> like, this, <laughs> <laughs> like when you go to Atlantic City and you see the, uh, you can get tickets to like the rock act that was big yeah. in this in the 60s or 70s, but this is what they look like now, but they haven't changed their look. They're like still holding on to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like 75 years old, but still are trying to do the long blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, Michael Hayes is like, give me my wig back, man. Yeah, this is... The moves that they put on him are pretty damn devastating, too. So the whole finishing move setup and finish is pretty devastating. He does like this weird sort of back flap thing to put him on the ground, then flips him over right into a Boston Crab. And then the uh, other Rougeau there or other Quebecer uh just comes off the the rope with a leg drop that looks pretty damn devastating so i like their finishing move uh, everything looks brutal they did like a double clothesline while one guy stood still and the other guy went off the rope and clotheslined the guy but it also looked like rougeau clotheslined them from a standstill yeah that was yeah, pretty cool like yeah, yeah they slap like jack that. him into a, a boston crab and then break his back yeah with the other dude yeah, there's so much going on here. Savage doesn't know what to say for his commentary. <laughs> He's just like, I don't know what to say about that, and I don't know what to say about that, and this is my commentary. <laughs> uh, all I have to say is I really love the Quebecers a lot more than I love the Mountie. Oh, yeah. like Yeah, I'm liking them so far. Yeah, this is much better. Because Rejo's like flying, flying around. Like both of these guys are jumping off the ro- top rope. He's like, mm-hmm. he looks like, like the Mountie was not as cool as uh, the fabulous Rougeau brothers. Like, no. I like those guys a lot. And the Mountie yeah. was like this shell of that. It was just Jacques Rougeau dressed as a cop, ground and pounding. He didn't yeah. do anything off the rope. Like it was just boring. But yeah. yeah, this dude's made to be in a tag team. Yeah. And he kisses Pierre. That's sweet. He was so happy to be back and not the Mounties. Yes, but he is the Mounties. <laughs> but he's not. <laughs> They've actually made the theme song worse. They have two guys singing it now. Yeah, exactly. How can we make this even more annoying? Let's add more people. Uh, well, unfortunately, we're back into WWFU with, with Mean Gene. Yes, FU indeed. Uh, and we're going to get a, well, we are going to get a little bit of a back and forth, like an actual face-to-face here, because uh, we're going to see Sean and Diesel on one side with Mr. Perfect on the other side. And I swear to God, Sean is really high. Oh, God, this. yeah. Like, look at his eyes and how glassy they are. Yeah. He had to put his sunglasses back on at one point. It's <laughs> just <laughs> like, he like takes him off. I was like, "Whoa, is he high?" You could like tell like Diesel's behind him, holding him up like a puppet right now. Yeah, you don't see his left hand, which is yeah. like, yeah, I, "I got you." I literally have your back. I'll just, yeah, <laughs> I'll keep you here so you stay upright. Exactly. You can barely keep his eyes open. It's awesome. Meanwhile, Perfect is backstage at Cloud Nine over there. <laughs> Yeah, yes. <laughs> waiting for tricks to go on. Yeah, yeah. she's like, 
his shower curtains in full effect. It's like he's trying to give his uh, his inter- face-to-face interview, and behind him you hear it like, Trinity, <laughs> Trinity to the stage in three dances, Trinity. <laughs> yes, he's got to get out of this face-to-face quick because he's got a lap dance that he just paid for. He does, for. he's like... Yeah. <laughs> That'd be hot. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you, we were complaining, like they haven't had a good set in mm. years for all these interview segments. Like Ms. TV looks like everything else because it's just sure. in, in the ring, and yeah. it's, you know you don't have the funeral parlor anymore. Like, the Godfather should have had his own f- show. Like, oh yeah, the strip club <laughs> version, <laughs> the street corner, the street, <laughs> yeah, the street corner. Oh, come oh, on yes. out to the street corner, yeah, with the Godfather. It's got like hose on poles around the place. Yeah, yeah, like after the interview, the interviewee goes and walks out with two or three ladies. Of course, yeah. Oh, man, it sells itself. It does sell itself. Yeah, uh, we get a little bit uh, a back and forth here from Michaels and and Perfect. And Perfect is like laughing his ass off because he knows how high Sean is this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, maybe I should talk to Diesel so Sean doesn't have to talk for a little bit. Yeah, but Diesel hasn't said anything like yeah. <laughs> Well, he he, no, like, that's not true. He did his like Fonzie interview and yeah. did Vinny Vegas voice last time. Yeah, his two his two lines with his horrible Brooklyn Brooklyn accent. Yeah he's still trying to find himself there is a great documentary about diesel where like they they did like a kevin nash finds himself kind of thing uh where yeah they really didn't know what his character was other than to like play with his fist yeah yeah and yeah. he still is in big Vinny vegas uh, uh, but that, that that's uh put an end to it like we keep on ending with these shitty segments uh um, yeah did you like the episode then um i did like this one i thought it had some a couple of good matches with the tag team match and the the barry one two three kid match um and we got some new players in the game too we're gonna see victor borga we're gonna see the quebecers and so you know we're i i think they needed some heel uh victor heel borga work. you piano playing mother <laughs> Is that what it is? No, Did I say it wrong. It's not Victor Borga. Victor Borga was the comedian who played the, the that's piano why, bits. That's why I recognize his name. Because it's Victor Borga, not Ludwig Borga. Oh, that's that's what's that's what's throwing me off. Now I know. That, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's where I got it from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're gonna you know we're we're getting some more heels in the mix because it seems like all of a sudden all our big heels just turned face with Luger and and Razor, mm-hmm. you know, completely jumping ship. We needed some some new blood on the on the heel side, so we got that with the Quebecers and and uh, uh, Ludwig over there. So uh, yeah, and then we had some good matches all around. So I did like this episode. All right. Um, when we cut back, I don't believe for a second we're actually in Pennsylvania. We got a dude wearing a New York's Giants shirt, Uh-oh. and no, and a kid wearing a, a Chicago Bulls twenty three jersey. <laughs> like, where, where the hell are we? Where, where are we? This can't be Wilkes Barre. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I guess Scranton's close enough to New York that he might have some bleed over there. But yeah, but in singles competition next week. Uh, we will have Mr. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have my personal favorite guilty pleasure, Adam <laughs> Bomb. Yes, we will. Followed by, damn, I wish he wouldn't wrestle because he's badass when he doesn't. Mr. <laughs> Hughes, mm-hmm. who's so yeah. cool, 
His hat disappears in the graphics. <laughs> it's floating on top of his head. And the moment we've all, oh, the head shrinkers will be there, who they mentioned as uh, the probable number one contenders. But what we've been waiting for for months, and we found out we're not really going to get Luna versus Sherry. Yes. Uh, we, in an intergender we, match. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're not sure what each of these are, but they're going to fight. They're going to fight. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, we finished the show off with a quick little promo from each of them. Luna couldn't understand a single word that she said. I think she needs a lozenge. Yes. Uh, and Sherry is all coked up and about to fall out of her top. That's what <laughs> <laughs> And it ends with Lex on a bus. Yeah. They just have a shot of the bus. Of course. And the, and the city so be in her scrolling up. Yeah. I'm still on this damn bus, everybody. Yeah, it's like, I got the match. Why am I on this freaking bus? I want to go home now. Please send well, me home. All right. Well, let's go home because it's over. It is. Sayonara, Undertaker. And Shawn Michaels has left the building. <laughs> 